0: By far, one of my favorite weekends of alive so far. So, how about we all just stand up and we will go into worship? Yeah, God, I just I thank you that you are already in the room before we even welcome you. But I just pray that you just come in a new way that you would just fill this room with your with your love and your peace and your joy, God. That you would just flood us and overfill us and. Breathe in us a new wind, God.
1: stress that we're having any sorrow that we're having anything that's maybe distracted us from the day or for the week or anything that we're going through just right now that 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 line would just play over in our head that fear doesn't stand a chance when we stand in your love that there's so much power in that statement so papa come with your love right now god and i thank you that your love your perfect love casts out all fear And I thank you, Father, that when the storm comes and things are hard and there's fear, that when we look to you, when we cast our eyes on you, when we cast our hearts on you, that you lead us and you guide us. So God, we are here to look to you tonight. Come and have your way.
2: expectation tonight just that we would expect that your presence is here and will show up God I just pray for Wit as she brings the word tonight yeah I just pray that you would give her the words to speak God just meet all of us where we're at just open our hearts to hear from you we just give this night to you and we say have your way
1: can I have a seat please? Can we give it up for the worship band? Well what's up everyone? Thanks for joining us. Can you grant me that? Um, I am Ryan. Thank you so much for coming out. You guys have a good weekend this weekend? Yeah? Woo That video was awesome. If you came in late definitely check out our Facebook page or our newsletter. Uh, Mariah made an awesome video with Isaac's help and Uh, It was cool to see all the different parts of Fall Retreat. Well, we are so excited. We're going to continue our sermon series tonight called uh, Cultural Carriers, and we're looking at the different fruit of the Spirit all found in Galatians, and it's been so cool to talk about love, to talk about joy, to talk about peace, and now we're on the fourth fruit. There's nine of them, and we're talking about patience. And again, I love this series because we're hearing from different people that walk in these different fruits or fruit um, in just powerful ways. And this person, Whitney Kaiser, the one and only, um, you guys know her. She helps lead the girls' Bible study. She's a coach in Alive. And she's so special because she's actually been with Alive from the very beginning. Um, She's been with me since we've started. And we had like, what, 10 people or something and has helped build this to be the amazing family that it is. And uh, she got to co-preach with me last year, but this will be her first time actually preaching her full, like, own message. Um, But I'm so confident in her because this is something she lives out. If you know Whitney, she's a great listener, and she has so much peace and patience. And I think to have a lot of patience, you first need to have a lot of peace, So she definitely could have spoke last week too, but um, Dale and MJ uh, did awesome, and so we're excited how you're going to continue the series, how love starts it all, and joy, and peace, and now we have patience. So uh, I thought it'd be really special um, to have her awesome boyfriend um, pray her in. So let's give it up for the one and only Mr. Mugabe
3: We're in for a treat tonight, friends. Mm -hmm. Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you created this woman fearfully and wonderfully. (laughs) Thank you, Father, for Whitney's life. That's been such a tremendous blessing to me and so many of us in this room, God. And that tonight, as she speaks on the fruit of patience... Thank you, it's not just a fruit of the spirit that we're talking about, but it's a fruit of the spirit that you, Whitney, walk out. And so from that place, Lord, we're so excited for the spirit of revelation, wisdom, and knowledge that's going to be imparted to us tonight. So Father, in your awesome and wonderful love, as you've spoken to her and revealed your patience to her, say, Whitney, as your friends and family... We gladly you welcome you upstage to share that fruit with us. So, Father, bless the meditation of our heart and mind. And as your family, we say we're ready for you to not just hear from Whitney, but to hear from you through her. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: y'all doing? (laughs) I'm trying to like see how many people are here that are at fall retreat. Oh my gosh, my mom is here, y'all. Stand up, stand up. (laughs) This is my amazing mom. I would not be the woman I am today without her. Oh man, I was just getting wrecked in worship. (laughs) (sighs) Hmm. Yeah, it's so good just to wait on him sometimes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, like Rice said, my name is Whitney. I'm looking to see how many people's faces I don't know. There's some of you, yeah. I know a lot of you though, yay. Thanks for coming guys. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know, my name's Whitney. Um, You can also call me Wit, or Wild Wit, that was a nickname that I established um, from David Hamilton, if you don't know him, awesome guy, Um, so you can call me whatever you want. Um, So yeah, I've been a part of Alive for almost, this is my fourth year, and man, it has been a journey. (laughs) It's been absolutely incredible. yeah, I can say honestly that I know what, what it feels like to have a family. I have my biological family, but just even tonight, just preparing, this has been a really hard message to prepare for. Um, yeah, I can't express just when I came in tonight how much love I was shown. Um, yeah, and just encouragement. Guys, love and family changes changes you, it does, seriously, seriously. I remember, um, I can't remember what year it was, we had like a sermon series on family, and like in that time and season of my life, I didn't feel that here, Um, and so it was really hard for me to believe in it, and yeah, it's just cool how like the Lord, he redeems all things, Um, and I can say, I can stand up here today and say like this is my family, they fight for me, and the Lord has blessed me with so many amazing people in my life to support me and love me. Um, yeah, so I am not young. I am young, but I'm 25 years old, and for some reason, I really, really felt like I was supposed to tell you my birthday tonight. So my birthday is on August 10th, 1993, um, but I wanted to know if anyone else's birthday besides Ashley is August 10th, oh yeah, and Paula's here, yeah, anybody else, just them two, okay, my sisters, yeah, hey, it's a good day, I always remember in school, like, we never, I could never sell my birthday, like, in school, because it was August 25th, or 10th, Ooh, not 25th, I'm 25, August 10th, because school was already out at that point, but I got to have fun probably, because it was the summers, you know go to the pool for my birthday. Yeah, so right kind of already um, hit on that we've been talking, um, we, we're, we're going through a series called um, Culture Carriers, and we've been looking at the fruits of the Spirit, and this has been a super powerful uh, series, honestly. Um, the Lord has spoken very clearly through this series, um, and he's not done yet. Yeah, he's truly changing, um, just like the leadership team through this series and the people who have been coming. Um, So if it's your first time, you're definitely in for a treat. Uh, I I would encourage you guys to stay for the whole series on this one Um, because it's fruitful. It's good. It's truth. Truth is good. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to pray really quick. Mm, If you guys want to pray with me. Yeah, we, we like to pray here, if you haven't noticed. We like to have conversations with our creator. So Holy Spirit, you are here. You've already prepared for this night. Your ways are higher than ours. I thank you that you have a specific plan in store for each one of us um, in the next hour or two, and just being here. Thank you for everything that you do that we don't see. And I thank you that you are doing a lot right now in this one moment. And we have no idea. (laughs) But I ask that you would open up our eyes and that we would see tonight what you're doing. That we would feel what you're doing. That we would hear what you're doing amongst us. Mm. Let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so I wanted to share a quick story. Um so I know I know this girl. Um when she when she was a little kid, uh she was pretty stubborn kid. Um but she she wanted to learn how to ride her bike without the training wheels. Do you guys remember that stage of your life? Y'all didn't ride bikes? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Am I getting that old where like kids don't ride bikes anymore? They just like play video, they ride bikes on their video game. Oh my gosh. Uh, Dude, I loved riding my bike as a kid. I was also from a really small town uh, in Arthur, Illinois. Anybody? Yeah, hey. It's really cool some people who come here, they're from Arthur too. So we get a bond on that. I'm not Amish, I was not raised Amish. I just live in Amish town. Um. Yeah, Kundai jokes around with me, he's like, my Amish girlfriend. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this little girl, she was wanting to learn how to ride her bike. So, um, sorry, I got distracted by something. Um, so her mom goes outside with her, they get her bike ready, they took off the training wheels, and she did not want her mom to help her. She was like, I can do this on my own. I'm independent. Um, and so I don't really remember the full story, but um, I'm sure the mom was, like, really patient with her and was like, okay, you think you can do this on your own? I'll let you try. Um, but, yeah, so I... So so the little girl, she got she got on the bike, and um, she tried riding it, and she couldn't. And so she got super frustrated because... And she probably only tried, like, once or twice. And she gave up. She got frustrated. Her mom got frustrated with her, and um, it ended up resulting in the little girl running away from her mom, and her mom was chasing her around the house, and then the little girl just thought it was hilarious that her mom couldn't catch her. So she kept running, 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 and then she ran inside, and she hid from her mom because she knew she was in trouble. So yeah, if you couldn't tell, I probably already made it obvious that was me. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> so I was a very stubborn kid. I did not have patience. I was not a patient kid. If something happened and I didn't like it, I was—I would go crazy like that. Anything would just make me snap. Um, which is really, really funny because people who probably know me pretty well now are very surprised by that because I'm a really patient person now. Um, but I also... Well, I might have known the Lord then, but I don't remember if I did. Um, but now I know the Lord, and he's done a lot of good work in me. Um, yeah. I even remember, like, as a kid, I I was the kid that was, like, we got in the car to drive, like, somewhere that was, like, probably 20 minutes away, and we're there for, like, a minute, driving on the road for a minute. I'm like, how much longer? When are we going? Get there! Where are we going? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right, Mom? Yeah. (laughs) This is so perfect that she's here and I'm sharing this because she can testify. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I'm older, though, I've always wondered why I was that way as a kid. Um, And now that I'm older and I look back, I I can point out a lot of reasons why I was. one was not a lot of things when I was growing up were constant in my life. Um, so, like, I moved around a lot as a kid. Um, my parents got divorced at a young age. Um, both my mom and dad were married three times. And there was just always things were changing. And, um, yeah, I think with my specific personality and the way the Lord made me, um, that probably caused a strain on me as a kid. Um, but I had an amazing childhood. Um, I was able to be very free and just like learn who I was. My mom is an amazing mom. Um, Yeah, so the one thing to like, now that I look back that I was really grateful for was, my mom and dad always loved me. So despite like circumstances or what was going on in their lives and then resulted in my life, Um, I was always loved. And both my mom and dad are believers. You can't ask better for that. Like, having someone praying for you and teaching you about who our God is. Some people don't have never even heard who Jesus was. Like, I've heard stories of people going to other countries, and they try to, like, teach the gospel of Jesus. And they're like, who's Jesus? Where's he at? Like, they think it's actual. Well, he is an actual person. But they think, like, it's like, would be me, that I would be Jesus. Like, they've never even heard the truth. Never heard the truth of where they truly came from, who created them, and who saved them. Um, yeah, it's funny. I'm saying a lot of things I wasn't planning on saying, which is good, because it's the Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You guys grow up, and you realize, like, my parents are humans, they went through real-life stuff, just like I do. And I've made a lot of mistakes. And so just looking back, like, at my mom and dad, I'm like, wow, they were actually really amazing people. And I'm so proud to call them my mom and dad. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so tonight, I just wanted to share just my journey on how I have just understood patience and how I've become just like the woman of patience that I am today. Um, So let's first start off, what is patience? I couldn't really define it until I looked up the definition to be honest. Um, So patience, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate without getting angry or upset. It's the capacity to accept or tolerate without getting angry or upset. So what this tells me is patience isn't just being able to wait for someone or for something, but it means to wait and not be easily irritated or annoyed. It means to wait and wait in love when you're waiting, while you're waiting, Mm -hmm. and to have a pure heart in that. Because if you're loving while you're waiting, that's pure, right? You might not understand. You might get frustrated. But you realize God's bigger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the person who preached on love was Naomi. She did, oh my gosh, an amazing job at bringing just forth what love is. And... um, yeah, I just wanted to read off the passage in Corinthians, the love passage. Um, so what is love? So we say, wait in love. Well, what does that look like? Well, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It keeps no record of wrongs. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes and it always perseveres. Love never fails. Love never fails. And who is love? Who's the creator of love? Our God. God is love, guys. If you don't know him, you don't have love. Yeah, so in moments, I am a very patient person, but I trust me, I get frustrated and annoyed still. (laughs) Um, But in those moments, I just try to take a deep breath and say, what am I doing? And I I do oftentimes, I read the love passage a lot (laughs) because we need to be reminded in a world full of hate. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of not truth and a lot of, hate around us but we get to be the carriers of love in this world and we get to bring forth the truth creation is waiting for us guys you guys are important your lives are so so important and you have no idea the purpose and calling on each one of your lives because love is powerful everything else could leave but if we still had love that's all we would need It's all we need. Yeah. But I'm preaching on patience. Yes, it goes hand-in-hand. But back to patience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think causes us to be impatient? Like, have you ever thought of that? I never really thought of it until I was praying for this message. Can I just say, just go home. Even if you're not going to, like, preach anywhere, like, pretend to prepare for a message. Because you will learn so much with the Lord. Like, let's prepare a message. You learn a lot. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so, so I believe, I truly believe the root of impatience is when there is a lack of trust. Once there is no trust, we try to take control, and once we take control into our own hands, we forget what the truth really was. Seriously, though, think, think about a time where you didn't trust yourself or, or God or one of your friends. It was probably hard to have love for them, right? It's probably hard to understand. In those moments, things get foggy. You, f- you forget what the truth is when you stop trusting. hmm so, how can we trust? How can we have patience when faced with difficult circumstances? I think the very first thing you have to do is trust. You choose to trust, and then you walk out whatever it is you're trusting to believe. Okay, so what's trust, Whitney? What is trust? Good question. Um, trust is a firm belief in the ability, truth, and strength of someone or something. So trust is a firm belief, a firm belief, in the ability, truth, and strength of someone or something. So how do we trust when someone wrongs us? How do we trust in a situation when it seems like everything is falling apart? Well, I have good news for you. You don't. (laughs) As believers, we don't trust in people or our circumstances. We trust in the Lord and only the Lord. People and circumstances don't define us, guys. Jesus Christ defines us because people will fail you time and time again. They will fail you. But I have good news. Our Father will never fail us. He will never fail you. He's a good Father. And you can trust Him. Always. He will never fail you. Let's see what Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says. It says, To trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. Oh, Jesus. I'll try to, you know, just like learn how to ride the bike. I can do this on my own. I don't need no help. No, you need the Lord, I promise. (laughs) Seriously, we need him. We can't do this life without him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things that's like it sucks when you, like, realize that because that means you've walked through something hard. But then it's such a beautiful thing to, like, Oh, wow. I don't have to do anything. I just get to be loved. I just get to be loved. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. So trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Oh, my gosh. This is like one of the biggest things I struggle with in life. Lord, am I where, you, where I am, where you want me to be? Like, am I, am I with the person I'm supposed to be with? What do you want from me? <laughs> and I know you guys are in college, most of you besides my mom, <laughs> <laughs> and Ash, and me, and Rye, hey, know, anyone else, you can raise your hand. But anyways, yeah, rabbit trail. So You guys are studying a degree that you're passionate about, I hope. But guys, that could take you anywhere. How beautiful is it that you get to, like, be on a journey with the Lord and choose, like, where you want to go and what you want to do, especially in America. Like, you guys have so much freedom. So much freedom. (laughs) But yet, somehow, the world puts so much pressure on us where we just don't even take a step forward because we want to try and figure it all out. You guys, you can't mess up so bad that the Lord can't fix it. He fixes everything. (laughs) So just be free in, like, the decisions that you make and the choices you want to do because wherever you go, he's there. Wherever you go, he'll pick you back up. He'll keep you going on the journey, I promise. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you know and when you trust God's good, it doesn't matter how long you wait for him or for a situation to be resolved, to see redemption in your life. You could wait for your entire life because you know he'll do it. Mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 Because when you're weak and he fills you, he's the strongest person in the world. He created all of this, okay? Like, (laughs) I promise he'll fill you with the strength that you need and it'll be more than enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now we kind of have an idea, you know, how to trust, right? Well, it's more than just trust, Right? There's usually, like, an action than just trusting. Mm -hmm. So that brings me to my second point. Um, So we trust in times of difficulties, and we stay steadfast. Stay steadfast. What does that mean? It means firm and unwavering. Someone who is firm and determined in a belief or a position. And we have the greatest example of someone who was steadfast, and that was Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll never fully understand how much he went through for us. He could have just stayed up in heaven, partied, have a good old time. And just said, well, the ones who want to come in, we'll let them in. No, he fought for us. He died so we could be free, guys. He died for each one of you. You are worth it to him. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say, trust is more finding out what do I believe. Because once you know what you believe, you can trust in that, right? It's true to you. And then, staying steadfast is more, how are you going to walk out what it is you believe? How are you going to stand firm and say, this is what I believe, and I'm not going to be shaken in it. This is the truth. So, I want to share a personal story of when I lost trust in my Savior, and how I had to stay steadfast in the midst of a really difficult circumstance. So I've been walking with the Lord for six years now, which is crazy to think. It has been the best decision of my life. Guys, because I once was dead, but now I'm alive. hmm I once was lost, but now I'm found (laughs) by the only person who matters. (laughs) Yeah, when I said yes to Jesus, I found my best friend. I found my provider, my healer, my strength and my truth, and a whole lot of other things and some that I don't even know yet. (laughs) Yeah, he saved me. And I don't even know, like, the fullness of that, you know. One day I hope I will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was told I would find all of these things to be true once I gave my life to him. But little did I know, I was just beginning on finding that truth on the journey of who who he really is as my Savior, and I'm still learning today. Well, soon after I gave my life to Jesus, I started to have really severe back pain. It was the craziest thing. Um, As soon as, like, my heart was starting to open up to, like, who he is, um, I never struggled with back pain, guys, my entire life. (laughs) So... I was 19 years old, and all of a sudden, I started having really bad back pain. Um, it started off like not so severe, and then it just gradually kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. And I went to doctors, I, went, I did physical therapy. So, I got x-rays done, and they told me that I had severe scoliosis, which I'm like, why was I never told this? And yeah, I remember the doctor at, when she was, you know, showing me my x-ray. She was like, did you not realize that, like, you had this? And I said, no. She's like, well, usually, like, you're born with it or you're in an accident that causes it. I had no idea. <laughs> I was never in an act like, a severe accident um, that would have caused it. Um, yeah, so I, it just kept getting worse and worse. Um, And as the years went by, um, yeah, as the years went by, I had a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer for it. And I I knew that the Lord healed people. I knew I had such strong faith that he would heal me, right? You start off on the race, like, going really fast. Well, after, you know, three years of struggling with it, guys, like, it was bad. Um, It was really bad. I took three leaves a day, like the little blue pills to leave. They say, like, take one every 12 hours. I was taking three, like, in, like, a work day, pretty much. Um, I'd take one in the morning and the afternoon before I went to bed. Um, and a lot of times I would, like, wake up in pain still. Um, and I was, like, such a healthy person. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. And even looking back on it, it's hard to believe that was the case, because I'm getting on to the, you know, I'm testifying to this, because the Lord did heal me. I just ruined the surprise, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so after three years, I, I was finally, like, in a spot where I was like, Lord, I trust you'll do this for other people, but I don't believe that you'll heal me, because you would have done it by now, and I was just kind of like, this is something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. And thankfully, (laughs) he's good. Yeah. And thankfully, when I stop believing, he doesn't. And just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah, so... um, the Vineyard church is an amazing place, by the way. When I first got saved, like it's been my church, and it's awesome. I'm not plugging them, but I yeah, if you wanna, if you want to go to a place where you can grow and find like the Lord personally um, between you and him, go to the vineyard. It's a good place. Not every church is perfect because guess what? It's people. <laughs> They fail you, I promise. They fail you, and they don't have it all together, but that's okay. Um, so anyways, yes, so one evening, I go to the Vineyard Church, and I'm there all the time, especially now because I work there. Um, yeah, they were having a guest speaker, Mark Marks, there, um, and he, he has a ministry called Healing on the Streets, and he was speaking... Um, Probably just on healing or something. I don't even remember what he was speaking on, but he he goes, "Is there is, is there any twenty um, year olds here who are battling with severe back pain? Like come to the front." And guys, there's. I mean, I don't know how many um, chairs there are specifically, but like it was a packed like sanctuary was packed, um, so probably like close to a thousand people were there. And I was the only twenty year old that ran down there at all those people. Guys, people struggle with like. Pain all the time, and I was the only one that ran down there. like it was so like such a divine moment for me. The Lord knew that that moment was coming, and even when I didn't see it, he knew it was. That was a divine moment. And what's so amazing about this testimony is I had so many people walking alongside of me through the journey of my pain, and a lot of them were there to witness it. That's way more powerful than the Lord just healing me and only me knowing about it. Like, other people were on the journey with me, and they got to witness, like, the goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah, so I go down there, and he's like, well, let's measure your legs, because it's kind of the thing that he does. And sure and behold, my left leg was a lot shorter than my right leg. And he had somebody come from the audience. I hope this, like encourages you guys he had someone come from the audience who had never prayed for someone or seen like prayed for someone and seen someone get healed and so she comes down and she prays for me and my leg grows out it grows out (laughs) but can we can we just like be honest for a second like if you don't believe in healing like the lord created me i think he is well capable of doing anything he wants to my body right like if you believe in God, like, he, his Holy Spirit formed the heavens and the earth. Like, all he did was just breathe, and everything was in creation. Like, read Genesis. Like, he heals. He will heal you. He, will, he does not want you to be in pain. That's not true. He does not want you to be in pain. He wants you to be whole and perfect and well, and in his fullness. He wants that. I know he does. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so the Lord healed me, so that's a cool testimony. Um, <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I would not ever go back and wish that I didn't go through that. Because in that moment, I knew what, like, true surrender was. Like, I I became to know, like, the Lord through that, like, hardship. Um, yeah. I learned, like, he is the only one that can, can feel, fulfill my needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but especially in that moment, I learned patience. I learned patience. Um, yeah, it was, it was a time where he taught me how to be very patient and to trust in him. Um, yeah. And like I said earlier, even though I didn't believe it, the promise Promise didn't change, even though I stopped trusting, even though I stopped being steadfast and believing that he would heal me. Promise never changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so through staying steadfast, I learned truth isn't defined by my circumstances around me. Truth is truth. Truth is a person. Truth is God. God is truth. He's the creator of truth. Any truth that you need to know, he holds it. It's him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just like the fruits of the Spirit, or the fruit of the Spirit, our Holy Spirit reveals all the deep things of God, who He is. Man, and He's patient. <laughs> Obviously, like it wouldn't be in the Word, right? He's love, He's peace, gentleness, self control, you know, all those. Mm-hmm. He's all those. And guess what? He created us. So that's what we're called to, too. And we don't even have to try, we just have to believe. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm running out of time, especially because Rai came down here. Gotta get going. Um, (laughs) So, side note, really funny. So we do preaching practice, and I honestly spent a lot of time preparing for this message. And so I go to preaching practice on Tuesday, and I'm like super pumped. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good, like super confident. And then <laughs> I get done and was like, oh my gosh, that was only like, that didn't feel very long at all. And Ryan looks up and he's like, is that it? <laughs> so yeah, I had to prepare more, but God's good. Woo! Let's just say Ryan was patient with me. <laughs> yeah. No, but like all jokes aside, like seriously, this message, I had to be so patient, steadfast with this message. But God's good. You know it's good when there's a fight, right? Like I should have known like it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK, so we're reading. We're reading first Peter five: six through 11. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you. who has called you to the, his inter, who oh, oh I got to restart that I can't mess that up. It's the best part. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Guys, he does all the work. <laughs> to him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen ooh, so funny story, like, so I was saved for a long time, and I didn't realize, like, what amen meant, it's, like, coming to an agreement together, so, like, when, like, a congregation is being, like, amen, like, you're saying, like, that's truth, I agree with that, like, unity, come on, (laughs) right, yeah, so if you keep saying amen, I'll be okay with that, Mm -hmm. yeah, and most of the time, like, it's not for us, it's for the atmosphere around us, because there's a lot going on that we don't see, like I said earlier, so when we declare, like, amen, you know, being steadfast, standing firm that this is truth, there's a lot that happens that we probably don't even see when we do that. This powerful stuff. Man, you guys hold so much power and you don't even know. I don't even know, like, the fullness. Yeah, Jesus gave us everything. When he left, he sent the Holy Spirit and said, greater works will you do greater works will you do? Yeah, so when you choose to be patient and let go of control and offense toward your brother or a situation and trust who he says he is and what he says he's about and trust the promises that he's already given. All you have to do do is believe the tr- in the truth and rejoice. That's all you have to do. When Father God gives you a promise, which he's already giving us, he's given us all a lot of the same promises, but there are specific promises for each one of you that I don't have, but that you have. Man, what, ha- what would happen if we just asked and said, God, reveal the promises that you have for me specifically when you ask you receive he will show you because he's faithful you can trust him come on it all comes back to the same thing so but I do I do want to leave you guys with like some more practical tools Um, because sometimes we can over spiritualize things and like it's really simple right it's the simple gospel yeah yeah when Father God gives you a promise, hold on to it. Because you know he doesn't lie. And when he promises something, he keeps his word. He keeps his word to us. And stand firm in believing that, guys. So, as you're going through this world and doing life, I wrote down some practical tools to help you guys And I don't know if it'll be up here. Yeah, okay, cool. I didn't know how it was going to look. Yeah, so in moments where you're not feeling like you're being patient, um, first, just let go of control. You cannot control the situation. The only thing you can control is how you respond to it. Accept, Accept the situation and let go of control. Ask the Lord to reveal the truth. Sorry, guys. I think I, I'm going to look up here because what I have isn't the same. Let go of control and accept the situation. The only thing you can control is how you respond. Um, something else that might be helpful is reading the love chapter in moments of not being patient. Um, ask yourself if you're walking in love while waiting. Ask for the Lord's perspective on the situation and believe what he says to you is true. Something else that's really helpful is family, right? So surround yourself with people who will believe for you, pray with you, and encourage you. And one of my favorite things, the last thing, is be still and watch the Lord work everything out for your good. That was one of, there's a scripture that says, Be still and know that I am God. That scripture spoke to me a lot. That truth spoke to me a lot, like when I was battling with pain. Um, just be still and know that I am God. Got it all taken care of. Yeah, so we're doing a series, Culture Carriers, hint, hint, that's us. So we are the culture carriers on this campus, in our workplace, into our families. We are culture carriers of Patience because he lives in us. And remember, he's the author of patience. If you want more patience, find him, because he'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've, so far, we've talked about love, peace, joy, and now patience. And when we are one with him and allow him to have his way in our lives, we change for the best. When we change, the world around us changes. We don't even have to do anything. Just say, Lord, change me. Make me like you. You're already changing the world by doing that. Holy Spirit, working through us to bring freedom to the world. That is what we are called to do. We're called to love God with our whole heart. We're called to love ourselves and the people around us. And I hope, after this message... You guys can confidently say you can do this through being patient and sharing your patience with the people around you. Will you guys pray with me? Father, that you are so patient with us. Thank you for the gift of patience in a world where chaos is all around us. Yeah, guys, can we just come into agreement and just say, even if you don't believe in God and you're here listening to this message, just say, God, if you're real, like, will you just have your way tonight? Because the night's not over, and he's always doing something. You're always doing something, Father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have desires, Lord, and I ask that your desires would be fulfilled tonight. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: Yeah, and your true desire is that our desires would be filled. So just fill us. Father, that you're good.
6: your love is a fire burning bright for me it's not just a spark it's not just a flame your love
0: Wow, that's loud. Okay, we're going to start ministry time. Um, So, yeah, that was an awesome message, Witt. And, yeah, I just feel like tonight, guys, if you feel like you've been struggling with patience, or if you just feel like you just are feeling irritated, or you feel like you get annoyed really easily and you don't really know why, God is so loving to expand your capacity. Have more patience, and so I know Whit would love to pray for you. We're gonna have some leaders on the side of the room, so if you guys have just specific things that are stirring in your heart from the message that you want prayer for, please go see a leader for that as the next songs play out. And if you guys want anything else, we love to pray for you guys. This is a place of prayer. This is a place where we believe when we open up our hearts and be real with God that He's gonna meet us. So yeah. As you guys um, just continue to worship if you want any prayer, please see a leader on the side. Thanks.
2: Yeah, guys, and then I also just felt, uh, when Wit was talking about those three years where she wasn't healed, where she was like living in pain, and when there was a time when she stopped believing that God would heal her, I feel like there are people in this room who that resonated with you so much, and you so want somebody who's up at the front to say, are there any 20-year-olds with back pain? But like, God wants you to know that he knows your pain so like just be bold and go to the sides if that's you and get prayer because God is a God of God of healing and he wants to heal you so yeah I just wanted to encourage whoever that's
5: for
7: Are stronger than the Are stronger than the curse, greater are you who's in me than he who is in the world. The words that you have spoken, they're stronger. Than i
0: you for your powerful name, God. We thank you for just how you showed up tonight, God, and how real you are, God. We thank you that when we open up our hearts to you, God, that your power and your peace and your love and your patience come rushing in, God. We thank you that tonight is just the beginning, God. We thank you that we're leaving here changed, God, that we're leaving here with a fresh perspective on what patience looks like, God. And I just ask that as we go into our week, as we go back into our classes, God, that you expand our capacity for patience, God. May you be ever so patient with us, God, and we thank you that you are and that this patience is what shows us how to have patience with those around us, patience with ourselves, patience with those that may irritate us, God. Yeah, so may your love just rush over us, and may we be a walking and living example of patience, God. May we invite other people into this peace that surpasses understanding. We thank you that without your blood, without your love, without your power, we would be nothing. But because of you, God, we have been raised to life, and we are now new, and we are now changed. And we are equipped to be culture carriers on this campus. So thank you for alive, God. I just ask that you bless my family. It's in your mighty name that we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for coming. I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Just a quick announcement. We have some awesome dirt pods chocolate things outside. I don't know. It's an anomaly, but they're amazing. Shout out to Blaine and Sadie for the hospitality team for making them. So check those out. Hang out. Talk for a while. Have community. We have two special events coming up this weekend. Uh, Double hitter. So Friday night, we're going to be at the Illini Union at 845 for a fun night of games. And then Saturday, we're going to be going to Curtis Orchard. So if you guys want to go to Curtis, just make sure you sign up on the Google spreadsheet. And other than that, have a blessed week, and we'll see you soon. Love you guys. Bye.